Hey guys, it's Simon. and this is Pro Wrestling Unlimited, as we are here on the 2nd of May, 2022, to talk about everything that went down tonight on Monday Night Raw. I thought tonight's Raw was actually a pretty good show. I enjoyed it for the most part and really liked what we saw. There was, honestly, I think it was kind of like SmackDown, where there was only, and if I'm looking back again, one segment that I thought was just like, ugh, that was horrible. And everything else was pretty good. To be honest, like, the 24-7 stuff, to me, is never all that great. But other than that, I thought everything else on the show was actually pretty good. If you haven't watched it, I'd say, hey, go watch it. Skip the commercials, maybe skip the 24-7 stuff, and you're good to go. You're golden. The one weird thing about this show is that nothing happened for the first seven minutes. Nothing. There was a SmackDown recap and Roman and the Bloodline walked out. Nothing happened for the first seven minutes of this show. Like, oof. -ah. But, I mean, other than that, I like the show. So, let's talk about it. But with that, before we do that, I want to thank you guys for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube. Dot com forward slash pro wrestling unlimited and twitter.com forward slash pw unlimited remember if you are watching on twitch you can help us out a couple of different ways you can either help us out by hitting that donate button down below or by donating twitch bits in the live chat also remember you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways you can either subscribe with a tiered subscription or you can subscribe with amazon prime because remember you can be like Amateur Osu, I always butcher his name. I'm, I'm going to call him Amateur. Amateur, and subscribe with a Tier 1 subscription. Or if you say, I'm already paying for Amazon Prime, well, you take that Amazon account. You take that Twitch account. You link them together, bada bing, bada boom. You're Prime Gaming. And actually, let's look this up real fast. Because Prime Gaming gives you a lot of cool things. One of those cool things is free games. Let's see what the free games are right now, actually. You get The Curse of Monkey Island. Dead Space 2. Oh, man, those are two really fun games. So right now, two of the free games are Curse of Monkey Island and Dead Space 2. Let's see if there's anything else really quickly. I mean, I know there's more, but those might be the two big ones. Let's go here. Let's check it out. Free games for the month with Prime. You get Dead Space 2, The Curse of Monkey Island, Shattered, Tale of the Forgotten King, Out of Line, Cat Quest, and Hail Mole plus Express Deliveries. <clears throat> you also get free stuff for games like Call of Duty Mobile, PUBG Battlegrounds, Hearthstone, Overwatch, Fall Guys, Grand Theft Auto Online, Madden 22, and so much more. But what you always get and what never changes is one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month. And I'd greatly appreciate it if you subscribed right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. But remember, but remember, it doesn't just have to be your Twitch account or, your, or Amazon account. It can be anybody's Amazon Prime, whether that's your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your grandma, your grandpa, your auntie, your uncle, anybody. It could be anybody. But on the flip side, if you're watching over on YouTube, you can help us out over there as well with a super chat or a super sticker donation. Remember, all super chats do get read live on the air. Also, remember to hit that join button down below to become a channel member 
as a channel member, you get early access to news, early access to podcast episodes, early access to non-news videos, and so much more. Excuse me. Plus, another way to do all of that, to get all of that, but more directly support us, is by heading over to patreon.com forward slash PWUnlimited. And finally, head over to the Epic Game Store. Head over to the Epic Game Store and buy a game. Whether you're buying a brand new game, whether you're buying an old game, it don't matter. Because, well, you can you get to use our creator code. Use our creator code. doesn't cost you anything extra. And supports us right here. Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Whether you're buying something on the Epic Game Store, buying something through the launchers of Fortnite or Rocket League, you put in the code PWUnlimited, and you're supporting us right here. But with that... As far as Raw goes, the show kicked off. Roman, the Usos, Paul Heyman all made their way down to the ring. Then they showed a recap of SmackDown. Then they plugged Backlash. And nothing really of note happened. No, no one spoke for seven minutes. No one grabbed a mic and spoke for seven minutes. Heyman put over what a treat it was for us to be able to witness Roman Reigns. Reigns told North Carolina to acknowledge him, and that drew a loud mixed reaction. Out of nowhere, Randy Orton Riddle would pop in, and they dropped both Usos with RKO's. Timing here was great. Timing here was fan-freaking-tastic. Out would then come Drew McIntyre with sword in hand as a concerned Roman Reigns looked on. McIntyre dropped the sword before entering the ring. Orton and Riddle left him, or left him to it. Well, McIntyre and Reigns brawled, and McIntyre was getting the better of it until the Usos attacked him. Orton and Riddle jumped back in, and everyone brawled. Officials jumped in and tried to break things up as they cut to break. That was seven, eight, five minutes. That that I just described as what happened live on the show, five minutes. From 8.07 to 8.12. Ish. Stuff happened. And then they went to break. I'm like, holy crap. 12 minutes of show, and only only five of that was live on the air. Everything else was, well, I take that back. All of that was, how do I explain this? Because there was some of that seven minutes that was the entrance of Roman, because the Roman's entrance takes forever. But you get what I'm saying. Five minutes is all. Holy crap. So after the break, there was a replay. A replay of what we just freaking saw. Like, what? They replayed almost the whole thing. Like, god damn. Byron Saxon then made it clear that we'd see more of this on Friday Night SmackDown. Then we got an earlier today video. Ezekiel approached the Street Profits in the back. He gave him a drink and made a toast to him. Chad Gable and Otis interrupted before Kevin Owens quickly barged in and called the lion, or Ezekiel a liar. Gable said that he learned the lie detector test can be tricked by the biggest frauds. Owens couldn't wait to expose Ezekiel as a liar. Angela Dawkins said that they were going to beat them in a six-man tag team match tonight. Owens chucked a drink in Ezekiel's face, and he bailed with his buddies. 
we had the six-man tag. It was Kevin Owens and the Alpha Academy against Ezekiel and the Street Profits. Uh, this match was pretty good. All six men worked really well together. Nothing to complain about. So there was a nice spot where Montez Ford seemed to be going for a sunset flip, but Gable countered into a Northern Lights suplex. Owens then followed this up with the moonsault for a two. Crowd chanted, we want Zeke. And he did get the hot tag. Ezekiel gave Gable a spine buster, some chops, and a stinger splash. There was a delayed vertical suplex, by, but Otis broke it up. Well, no, for delayed vertical suplex, he went for the cover, and Otis broke up the cover. Everyone traded moves until Ezekiel tackled Owens and hammered away at him. As Gable distracted the referee, Owens tripped Ezekiel, and Gable rolled him up for the pinfall victory. So with that, Kevin Owens and the Alpha Academy do pick up the victory here. Also, right here, Street Profits, full-fledged baby faces. They had acted a little heelish in the last couple of weeks, but here, full-fledged baby faces. AJ Styles was interviewed in the back about his upcoming match with Edge at WrestleMania Backlash. He said that he's going to face Damian Priest tonight, and how about we put some stakes on this? If he wins, Priest is banned from ringside at Backlash. We got Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville. It basically... Adam told Sonya the higher-ups want to see her compete, but if she's in a match, no authoritative... What's the word I'm looking for? She has, she's not an authority figure. She has no say on anything whatsoever. Kirsten says she will be in a six-man tag team tonight. She will team with Becky Lynch and Rhea Ripley to take on the team of Bianca Belair, Asuka, and Liv Morgan. Villain said, oh, I want to add a stipulation to this. Make it, make it no holds barred, no disqualification. It appears like you don't have the power tonight. You don't have any power tonight. You're a performer. And she was just like, ah. Um, Saxton then interviewed Brett Hansen in the ring. He'll, he was going to be facing Veer Mahan. This felt really like the old Braun Strowman stuff or even Nia Jax when they were doing, doing the squash matches with them in 2016, and they would interview their opponents beforehand, like, uh, well, James Ellsworth. Like they're trying to find their next James Ellsworth. <clears throat> uh, Hansen said Mahan terrified him, but he's competing tonight because it's always been his dream to wrestle on Raw in his hometown. And after years of working at Stanley's Barbecue, or uh, Sammy's barbecue down the road. He's ready to show what he's got. Match lasted a minute and a half. Mahan won with the million dollar clothesline and the cervical clutch. After the match, Mahan put the guy back in the cervical clutch and he passed out. Not much to say, really, at all. Uh, next up, Edge and Damian Priest made their way down to the ring and Edge cut a promo. Edge said, quote, we are Judgment Day. He said the fans probably couldn't stand the, to look at themselves in the mirror because they probably don't like him. Uh, they don't like him very much anymore. They made fun of people from North Carolina, and my first thought was, bro, you live in North Carolina. Isn't your wife originally? Where's Beth Phoenix originally from? Beth Phoenix is, no, she's from New York. Never mind. But I'm like, bro, you live in North Carolina. You chose 
to live in North Carolina. And you're going to dump on the people of North Carolina? And why would you choose to live there, bud? Just saying, buddy. <clears throat> uh, he said people in Greensboro couldn't even count high enough to find their seat numbers tonight. The Greensboro, if Greensboro had a sports team, it should be named the Lemmings because they were a small, dumb rodent that rushed into danger, just like AJ Styles will this Sunday. Crowd gave him the what treatment, and Edge made fun of them for doing it, saying they got no teeth and this and that. And he continued to rat on Styles before Styles finally came out for the match. Match itself in 11 minutes. AJ Styles, Damian Priest. They're playing it up that Styles had an injured shoulder from last week. He was in control until Priest drove him shoulder first into the ring post. After a commercial break, Styles fought back and gave Priest a rack bomb for a near fall. Priest then followed later with a backbreaker for a two. Styles slipped out of a razor's edge attempt and hit a Pele kick. Styles then went for the phenomenal forearm, but Priest countered into a choke slam for a near fall. Styles ducked kick and went for the calf crusher, but let go when he was distracted by Edge. Styles then used a roll up moments later to pick up the victory. Just out of nowhere, roll up. Okay, cool. Edge then attacked Styles immediately when the bell rang. Soon as the match was over, Priest gave him the flatliner and they left him laying. They were about to give him a concerto. When one Finn Balor would make his way way down to the ring to make the save. Edge backed away as Styles clotheslined Priest out of the ring. Balor and Styles did the too sweet thing after the match. They are too sweet. We'll see where that leads to. It's gotta be some sort of a tag match. It's gotta be AJ and Finn against Judgment Day. I was into Styles and popped heavily, like big pop, when Balor made his way down as well. In the back, Cedric Alexander approached MVP and Omos. Alexander wanted to join them. He got a match against Bobby Lashley to prove himself to them. MVP liked this idea. Alexander was about to explain in more detail, but then Omos abruptly told him, it's time for you to leave. I was like, okay, cool. <clears throat> uh, they wished The Rock happy birthday. This is one of like three times they did so. We then had Miz TV with Mustafa Ali. So Miz did his whole shtick at the beginning. Welcome to Miz TV. They piped in fake crowd noise. And then Miz introduced Ali. Ali entered, but his music was cut short. And Miz claimed that it was a rare technical mishap. Ali's microphone was also not working. Miz mocked him and called him Moost. Miz then advised him. To not go on Twitter and complain. Ali grabbed Miz's mic. He said, uh, the only thing they have, have to complain about was the fact that the Miz still worked here. Ali said Miz always complained to the officials when things did not go his way. But Ali could always rely on the fans. Miz grabbed the mic but quickly realized that it was the one that wasn't working. And Ali mocked him for it. Miz got it to work and told Ali that he would live to regret this. Theory would then enter. He informed, uh, he informed them that Ali's win last week against The Miz, stricken from the record books by one Mr. McMahon. Miz said, I appreciate that. Theory then told Ali that he's done nothing. Ali told them that, well, they can talk as much as they want, but he wanted a shot at the U.S. title, and he's willing to fight for it. 
Theory used WWE speak to tell Ali that he has a non-title match tonight. Theory didn't think Ali could handle the heat. Ali said if there was anyone who could handle the heat, it was him. Theory then informed Ali that his match tonight was actually a handicap match. It was Ali. It will be Ali against himself and Miz. We got that match next. It went two and a half, two minutes, 45 seconds. Not much really happened. Theory tried grabbing Ali's leg from the outside, but Ali kicked him down. The distraction, though, allowed Miz to hit the skull-crushing finale and pick up the victory again. Not much happened here. Not much happened here at all. The, the match even started during the break. Yeah, not good. Not good whatsoever. <clears throat> we had an earlier today video. Dana Brooke, Reggie Truth, Tamina, Zawa, they all bickered. Nikki A.S.H. then attacked Dana Brooke from behind, pinned her, and became the new 24-7 champion. Nikki ran away. Brooke was irate, or irate, actually, is the right word. Irate, saying that this is all Reggie's fault. Reggie's her husband, and he's supposed to protect her and not let her lose the title. She then said, give me a rematch tonight. I'm like, man, she acting like a real bitch towards him. Like, she's just bossing him around, telling him what to do, not being, like, grateful for what he's done for her in the past. No. Not at all. He was acting real bitchy. About a minute and a half match for the 24-7 title. Dana Brooke versus Nikki A.S.H. Basically, Brooke hit a somersault neckbreaker and won the belt back. They went back and forth early on, but not much really happened. As soon as the match is over, various people, including Reggie, tried to pin Dana Brooke afterwards, but she escaped all the attempts. She then jumped on the announce table, grabbed a microphone, and said, Reggie, I want a divorce, and then threw the mic down at him. So, and, and Magma Lord's got a good question there. He's like, is Dana a heel now? And it's like, I don't know. I don't think so, but she was acting heelish tonight. The way she was like, ah, it's all your fault, Reggie. I didn't keep the title because you didn't do it for me. You didn't stop Nikki for me. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's kind of a heelish thing to do. In the back, Kevin Patrick interviewed Becky Lynch. He tried recapping what happened last week, but she cut him off and said, quote, you don't have to tell me what happened. I was there. Lynch said that she handed Oscar the championship and told her to be a warrior while she wanted to be a mother. Lynch held up her end of the bargain, but Asuka didn't. As soon as Lynch returned, Asuka vanished. Now, it was time for her to put an end to Asuka. Mm. We had Seth Rollins come out to the ring. Um, he came out to the ring. They went to commercial, come back with a Doctor Strange preview, which, whoa, I can't wait for that movie on Thursday. Boy, howdy, I can't wait for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness this coming Thursday. Oh, I did, Michael Wallace. I did. Thank you for reminding me. So after the handicap match, this lasted a whole 30 seconds, Ciampa came out, attacked Ali again, didn't say a word, just kind of breathed over him. Mm. 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 And then, yeah, it cut away. It was so insignificant, I didn't even write it down. Thank you for reminding me, Michael Wallace, though. 
Anyways, Seth. Seth came out. They went to commercial. Come back with a Doctor Strange preview. They then plugged two backlash matches. And then Rollins finally began talking like 10 minutes after he made his entrance. Rollins said they spent last Monday celebrating Randy Orton, but thought that it was time to celebrate somebody, someone underappreciated like him. A spotlight shined on Rollins as the crowd sang his music. Rollins soaked it in before the crowd started chanting for Cody Rhodes. Rollins said Rhodes tried to steal his spotlight at WrestleMania, but he wouldn't do that at Backlash. Because, well, Seth freaking Rollins was the damn spotlight. crowd kept chanting, we want Cody. Rollins told them, shut up. Rollins called himself the standard bearer, and the fans have forgot how to how to the fans have forgot how great he actually was, and then a video package played. Rollins pointed at the screen, but Rhodes came out instead. Crowd chanted for Rhodes. Rollins wanted to know why he was out here. He wasn't there to give him a flowers. Rhodes said that if he wanted his flowers, he would give it to him. Rhodes congratulated Rollins. However, Rhodes also wanted to know why Rollins seemed to be unraveling at the seams. Rhodes said that he has been nothing but professional since returning, even after Rollins shoved him off the top rope. But he had a feeling that Rollins was about to cross the line. The line he shouldn't cross. Rollins attempt, uh, admitted that Rhodes admitted that Rollins was one of the best superstars of the past 20 years, but he was also very delusional. Rollins mentioned how great Dusty Rhodes was, which drew a Dusty chant, but Dusty was also delusional, just like Cody. Cody gets it from his old man. Dusty wanted to be WWE champion, but he wasn't good enough. And as long as Rollins was here, Cody won't be good enough either. Before Rhodes could maybe take a swing at Rollins, Rollins attacked him first. Rhodes fought back and dropped him with a Cody cutter. Rollins backed off as the fans chanted for Rhodes. Rhodes then threw Seth's expensive coat into the crowd. I don't know if they got the jacket back. I didn't notice if they did or not or whatnot. But he threw the expensive jacket, the coat, into the crowd. Uh, they risked the Rock happy birthday again and then plugged that tomorrow night on Young Rock. It'll be when the Rock gets his first ever WWE tryout. And we're going to see a lot of legends on the show. We're going to see Luke Hawk is playing the ringmaster before he was Stone Cold Steve Austin. We're going to see someone playing Hunter Hearst Helmsley, the original version of Mankind, The Undertaker, and so many other characters. Next up, we had Bobby Lashley versus Cedric Alexander in a two-and-a-half-minute match. Omos' music hit right as the match was about to start to distract Lashley. Alexander attacked him from behind, and MVP mocked Lashley as Alexander continued the attack. Alexander tried to dive, but Lashley blocked it before driving him into the barricade and the post. Lashley hit a spear and applied the hurt lock to pick up the submission victory, though he beat Cedric Alexander, as one would assume. Josh Schreiber then interviewed Liv Morgan. Morgan said that she and Rhea Ripley were a great tag team, but Ripley thought she was a disappointment. Morgan figured that Ripley was just really disappointed in herself. Morgan wasn't going to take the blame for Ripley's problems and wasn't going to take another beating from her as well, hence why she attacked her last week. They then ran down the backlash card, and then we started finally getting the entrances 
for the main event match. So at 10.30 Eastern, Becky made her way out to the ring. Four or five minutes later, 24-7 segment. Truth offered to give Reggie some divorce lawyer help. You drop then ask Nikki A.S.H. if she's ready for taking things more seriously. I don't know what's going on with Dewdrop. They had heavy black makeup on her face. She's wearing these weird silver things. Not really rings because like some of them were look like they were kind of like glued on or whatever to her finger. Very different. They was basically to say, this is a heel. This is a heel. Like I said, very, very just heavy black on the eyes. Like all raccoon almost if I would try to, you know, explain it. Then had Rhea Ripley and Sonya Deville come out. Liv, Asuka, and Bianca made their way out to the ring. With 20 minutes left in the show, they went to commercial break. Five minutes later, they come back, and the match took on. Match went 15 and a half minutes, way longer than I expected. And, well, it was a pretty good, good match, too. Lynch and Asuka started it off. Lynch ducked a bunch of strikes and quickly tagged out to Deville. Asuka tagged Belair, but Deville quickly tagged out to Ripley. Crowd chanted EST. Ripley countered a suplex by yanking um, Ripley countered a suplex by yanking Belair down by her hair. Deville then tagged in, but Belair fought her off. Morgan and Lynch had a slight exchange until Morgan wiped out Ripley with a dive. Morgan had her back in the uh, had her back in the ring, which allowed Lynch to hit a drop kick and a diving leg drop for a two. After a commercial break, the heels were in control and worked over Liv until she gave Lynch a DDT and made the tag to Belair. Ripley gave her a headbutt, but Belair responded with a shoulder tackle and delayed ver- a delayed vertical suplex for a two. The heels teamed up on Belair, which led to DeVille and Ripley giving her a double suplex, but the cover was broken up. Asuka made the hot tag and hit DeVille with a shoulder tackle, running hip attack, German suplex, and a sliding knee for a two. There was a cool combo move where Asuka knocked DeVille off the apron with a running hip attack, right into a code breaker by Morgan. Morgan tried to pinfall, but Lynch broke it up. Everyone traded big moves here until DeVille clocked Morgan with a running knee strike for a two. DeVille then tried to go for the cover with her, ro- with her feet blatantly on the ropes. The ref caught it, and she's yelling at him, Count! I'm your boss! Count! And he's like, no. No. Finally, Belair knocked the feet off. Morgan hit her with the oblivion. One, two, three. The baby faces pick up the victory. Sonya pissed off at the, at the end of this match. And yeah, that's how the show went off the air with the baby faces. All celebrating together to the live crowd. Good match. I will say that for sure. Good match indeed. But with that, that was Monday Night Raw. I thought overall the show itself, pretty dang good. I enjoyed it for the most part. Like, basically everything. Nothing really to complain about other than the 24-7 stuff was boring as normal. But with that, you know what I thought of the show. Now it's time to figure out what you guys thought of tonight's show. Uh, Remember, you can put a super chat in the YouTube chat to make sure that they do get read live on the air. Or you can text in to 510-906-1341. But before we do so... Got to check the text messages. Check the text messages here. No, the tweets, the tweets, the tweet. No, not the tweets, the polls. I cannot think right now. Checking the polls as far as the Twitch poll does go. 100% of you like tonight's Raw. That's really good. 
That's really good indeed. Let's see. As far as the Twitter poll does go. Why can't I not get it to load? Here we go. 53% liked the show. 26% thought it was just all right. 19% did not like Raw. And finally, the YouTube chat. Basically the same. 57% liked it. 30% thought it was all right. And 13% did not like the show. As far as the text messages do go. First it says, looks like the plan to turn the street profits has been put on hold. I mean, I don't know if it was ever the plan. But they were acting heelish over the last few weeks. Her says, Sonya will try to cheat her way to victory tonight. She, she's one complete. Okay, I'm not even going to read that. Never mind. Her says, hey, do you see Miz, Miz managing Theory at some point or teaming with him more often after the Ollie feud? No, I think this is all just for the Ollie feud. Um, this person says, which female on the... Oh, we're not talking about AEW. This says, I liked Raw tonight. Who do you like challenge for the U.S. Championship? Do you think Nikki ASH and Dewdrop going to be good heel team with Becky Lynch on their side? Maybe woman woman team on main roster. Becky ain't joining no group. Uh-uh, that ain't happening. As far as U.S. title, I mean... I would say maybe Ali... Because, yeah, Ali lost tonight, but it's WWE. They can just be like, oh, yeah, Ali's going to get a shot eventually. And this person says, I think Raw did all right tonight. What? I, 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 I can't even read this. This makes no sense to me. I, I can't. I can't read that text. It literally makes absolutely no sense to me. But with that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited, YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited, and Twitter.com forward slash PW Unlimited. We'll be back live Wednesday. I think Wednesday. We'll see what we're doing Wednesday morning. I may do something for backlash uh, predictions, unless we just keep those for Friday night. But we will be live Wednesday for AEW Dynamite. So with that, guys, have a great rest of your Monday. Have a great rest of your week, and I'll see you next time. Have a good one, guys.